Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment is the practice of the Paramita Dhyana, and here is the assignment. This week, in the practice of this Paramita, let's go back to the very first instructions we received in this practice. Pay attention to everything, believe nothing, don't take anything personally. Whenever you notice the clouds of of a conditioned storm gathering, sit still, count the breath. Practice keeping the attention unwaveringly on awareness, whatever conditioned mind is doing. Patiently watch the ego process come and go. If the attention wanders, come back to one. An element of this paramita is a training in recollection, a gentle invitation to return attention to the moment, to re-identify with awareness instead of continuing to wander in conditioned mind. If you find yourself believing the voices of self-hate and identifying with the contents of the mind, practice returning to the breath, practice returning to the process of life, awareness aware of itself. If you find yourself caught in a karmic pattern, grab the recorder and talk about your experience. Practice having your experience by articulating it. Notice you can be with everything that's happening to you, however intense the sensations. Notice how talking from what's going on for you transforms your experience. Find a place to sit with a mountain or a tree and allow the peace of wild things to show you the serenity of your true nature. As always, R.L. All right. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi. This is Helga in Charleston. Hello, Helga. What are you seeing? So I had uh, a couple of uh, challenging interactions with people over the last few days. And Mm. what I've been seeing is that in the past, I would have gotten angry and then I would have, you know, beaten myself up over getting angry and then I would have been not in a good mood uh, for a <laughs> while. And, and now, you know, often, you know, something happens and I remember you talking about it. Uh, I, that was like this thing, you know, where I totally remember in, in somewhere I heard you talking about how, you know, somebody would say something, uh, you reflect that back, and they said they never said that. You know, something like that. Yes, yes, and yes, exactly I that. I so <laughs> upset about all these different things, uh, and because I didn't have no understanding about what was going on, that was, you know, that's what, what I did. I would get angry and uh, uh, all kinds of things. And, you know, for me, what I realized is, like, for me, um, that... I feel like I've learned so much in these last few years about how ego operates and all that, and I can see it in action. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has helped me so much staying centered because I don't take it personal, and I don't take it personal for me that it means something about me. And I also don't take it personal towards the other person because I can see that this is also just acting out of unconsciousness, you know. And what I realize is like so much, I feel so much of how we hurt each other in interactions is really completely unconscious. And taking that step back and seeing, you know, 
understanding some of that. It just has totally changed my life. It's changing my life. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love it. First of all, the first thing I love about it is how clearly you laid out the steps. And if there's anybody who doesn't know those steps uh, in themselves, it's because they just haven't looked. Okay, so something happens, and um, and I get upset because you've said this, you've you've said this, done this, right? And I get upset because that's wrong, and you shouldn't have. Okay, and then the voices beat me up because I shouldn't have gotten upset, right? But in the meantime, as all of that's going on, I have to be sulking and pouting and in a conversation in my head, and miserable, and giving a ton of energy to ego. Mm-hmm. Right? And it happens until we catch on to it, the way you've laid it out. Until we catch on to that, it just repeats, right, over mm-hmm. and over and over and over, because that's the, the ego energy maintenance system. Mm-hmm. It, it's, like, it's like turning on the engine of the car, Right? And then the car runs. You turn it off, and the car is no longer running. And that's what ego is doing. It's just flipping the switch and revving us up to get, to get its meal. And then, uh, you know, there's a few minutes of downtime, <laughs> right, where we kind of get our equilibrium back, and then it flips the switch and revs us up again. And mm-hmm. as you say, all of it is going on unconsciously. Nobody, nobody mm-hmm. is trying to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what Huge. I realized is, what I realized is that, you know, because of all of this, I have really, you know, it's like, and of course, you know, that creates all this separation. And I've also, oh, yeah. you know, kept myself really separate from a lot of interactions with a lot of people because, you know, it's, so, it's been so painful. And yes. now, you know, these things have happened. And I don't feel like, you know, I feel like I have gotten more out of my way actually to connect with people. And it doesn't, you know, that, that all these hap- things happen, you know, I can, I can understand and deal with them in a different way. It doesn't, yes. you know, it's not discouraging to me, you know. That's right, Helga. Like I actually felt like, I felt like when, you know, something happened with this person, I felt like, oh, my God, look at that. This is what's yes. going on now. And I can see it and it doesn't. You know, it really doesn't, um, it hasn't, you know, made me want to not interact with people. Exactly so. And the, the other point for us to get and underline about that is it's not the other person that's making me unhappy. It's the voice in my head that's making me unhappy. Right? right? It's that whole conditioned orientation of life. And then the next piece of that cycle that you're, you've caught on to is it says you just need to stay away from people. Okay, mm-hmm. just don't interact with people and you'll be fine, which equals just stay home with ego. And, of mm-hmm. course, what we know is we stay home with ego and we are not fine. Quite mm-hmm. the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah, that is, uh, it's so big. And, you know, Helga, I, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just you and me. I don't know. Because um, I'm going to project this onto you, okay? But, you know, all my life, I wanted somebody in my life who would let me do whatever was going on with me and not stop loving me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I project that's exactly what everybody wants because there's something deep in us that knows I am, this is not me acting out this way. This is uh-huh. not me feeling this way and saying these things. This is not, not who I really am. It, it, nobody's going to articulate it this way until they catch on to it. But, you know, I've been ta- I was taken over. I didn't mean it. I didn't uh-huh. mean it. Don't reject yes. me. Don't leave me because yes. of this. Yeah. Right? And when we don't, yeah. talk about yeah. a friend for life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank I mean, thank you so much. Very happy thank for you. So thank you. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Thanks, Olga. Oh, Sherry, that was just so absolute. I've never heard it articulated in that way that what we're looking for is, I mean, it's what we say all the time. There's an unconditional acceptance and a, and a, and a, a cry for that, because, not because we feel we're flawed, but because we're, we know we're not the ego. Yes, because we know we're not flawed. Ashwini, is there background noise? Are you hearing that? Sounds like somebody's doing the dishes. I am. I think it's because I failed to mute Helga properly. There we go. Well, all right. Um, yes, 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 because we know uh, we intuitively we know what we authentically are, and uh, that yeah 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 wow. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Isota here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Isota. So uh, let me think. Uh, I, I was so blissed out listening to this last conversation that, uh, that I don't know what to say, but uh, I don't know. I've been practicing with, with the assignment. I've been uh, looking at it. I've been coming back to one. I don't have much mm-hmm. to report, though. Well, uh, you know, I thought I just to report that you are in that state of bliss is sufficient right? <laughs> it's, it's really, and, and we get to that place because we practice. Yes. And, yeah, go ahead. I know that, now that I think about it, one thing that I noticed is that the whole last week I meditated every day, which I usually do mm-hmm. most days, but it was every day because of the commitment. And this week I meditated every day because of, well, the current commitment and maybe mm-hmm. if one meditates, it's easier then to follow the conversation on the show and to get blissed out out of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's easier yeah. to pay attention. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, th- someone said it on the show yesterday that meditation is, is the equivalent of uh, the practical training in our practice, right? It's, the, it's, it's where we, it's sort of the laboratory where we, basically work out all of the kinks to, in our skills of being here, being present. Um, we stay on the cushion and regardless of what's going on. And that, that ability that gets honed on the cushion is available to us everywhere. It's available, as you said, in listening to a conversation and being able to be 100% there for it and experiencing that state of presence is bliss rather than being in the mind and constantly 
distracted and running off with what the mind is doing. Right? It, it doesn't, it's not a place of harmony to have a, a, a wandering attention. Exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I can't believe how lucky we are. I'm so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, and, we, and getting to that place of gratitude, right? It's not just that we want to live in the drama all the time, but if we have the opportunity to feel in the place of peace, then we enjoy that. Because enjoying, enjoying peace is as much a practice as being able to ride the storm. And you have to do both because if you don't, if, if I'm always recovering from conditioning, then I don't know how to be with life, right? How interesting. You know what comes to mind, something that I've been noticing, but I haven't noticed that I have been noticing it, is that, that I had some interaction when I could see that I was going to, instead of riding the storm, become the storm. Mm-hmm. And instinctively, I was like, hmm, I don't like this sensation. So I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I, uh, even if now I believe that I'm right and I should get upset and blah, 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 I really don't, don't like how this thing seems. You know what? Let's take a break and, uh, and not react. Mm-hmm. How beautiful. Yeah. I hadn't realized, but it's, it's a little bit uh, what we are practicing also with this assignment. I, I, I hadn't mm-hmm. realized it. Yeah, that, because that's it's connected, when it's on right? the cushion. Uh, yes, yeah. because if you're on, mm-hmm. I'm on the cushion and the, the storm of conditioning is gathering, and if I attend to it, then I go into it. But if I can notice it, I have a choice as to whether or not I want to go with it or not. And if I choose not to go, it becomes an option to keep choosing that. So it's only when I practice not choosing that, that the skill of not choosing that becomes available to me. And so then off the cushion, I have the same experience. Something happens in an interaction, the storm gathers, I notice it, and I can exercise the option of not going with it. Because I've, I've developed that skill on the cushion. And I hadn't even realized that I was doing, like I was doing it, but without thinking, oh, I have not to react. I, I just did it, you know. How beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. especially that it, it, it sort of strengthens what Cherik always says is we don't have to think. Oh, yes, this is the b- best thing ever. Ah, I love <laughs> yes. that thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. just pure awareness, right? Ah, yes. Ah, how beautiful. I'm so thankful. Deep, 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 deep gasha to everyone. Thanks, Hisota. You know that that's such a such a wonderful uh, insight to have that we're not doing this, right? We're we, <laughs> ego would like it to be all about our efforts and uh, that sort of thing. But in fact, what what people describe regularly in practice is it just happens. Mm-hmm. It just happens, and and then we catch on to it. We, at some point, we realize it, but we didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Very relaxing. It is very relaxing. <laughs> All right. And, 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 before I let you go with that one, uh, the, the point that, that the two of you were making is the essential one. We have to practice. If we don't, if we don't practice what we want, we're going pract- to be practicing what we don't want. 
So sitting on that cushion is the way for, the, um, for us to get to the transformation without doing anything. Oh, yeah. And, and the, <laughs> I, I don't know, for the last, I don't know, 13 years of my practice, it, it, it comes down to that's, it, that's the only thing I can actually do, that ability yes. to redirect the attention. It's the only yes. solution. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, and even that drops in for us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, so we make ourselves that, available. Yeah. Well, it's also that Edison quote, right? I know the ten thousand ways it doesn't work. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Because we've all tried right, them all. Yeah, exactly. And they don't work. Yeah. And they really don't work. <laughs> yeah. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is uh, Vanessa in North Carolina. Well, hello, Vanessa in North Carolina. Hi, Sherry. Um, I, before you tell me anything, I want to tell you something. Okay. Okay? Yesterday... Uh, we ordered the the uh, plants, the trees, and the shrubs, and the uh, from the Clallam County um, plant source. Awesome! So, oh, that's really so great. Thank you, thank <laughs> you for that uh, for that tip and that reminder. We followed through, and they will be with us in March. Awesome! So thank you very much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, that was great. No. That's great. I. Um, Yes. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Thank you for letting me know. Um, oh, pleasure. Yeah. All right. Now, what are you seeing? Um, well, what I was seeing, I think, is um, sort of a, a, what you all were just talking about was, um, so I've been practicing with um, um, the part of the assignment that talks about sitting with a mountain or a tree and letting mm-hmm. the mountain reflect the stillness that is you, or somehow mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. um, so what happens, or what I've noticed that happens is I'll look up, because I'm actually surrounded by mountains where I live, and um, I see them, and I, it, it all happens very quickly, but where I land is, oh, yeah, those are beautiful and amazing, and that's not you, you know. You're not it, or <laughs> you don't have, you know, something. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a feeling of, um, it, there's all kinds of stuff that I've seen around it. But what I just saw this morning was, okay, well, let's, instead of, because what I'm noticing is I'm immediately directed to how I'm not like the mountain or the tree. And so yes. what dropped in was, well, let's just look at well, how I am like the mountain and the tree. You know, like I'm breathing air and oxygen and I respond to the sunlight and I grow. And, you know, so there were all these ways um, to to say how I am like and how we are the same. And, and it just sort of seemed like... <clears throat> I'm going on and on, um, sort of what, you know, the redirect of the attention to what is true. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so perfect because it, I'm guessing 
you know, that uh, it, it, it's not like a voice yells at you. You are not like the mountains. You are not like the trees. There's, it's just a, a sensing of separation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If there's an experience, actually, of oneness, mm-hmm. which comes first, followed by ego's sensations that mean, yeah, and you're not that. Mm-hmm. And, and what we practice for most of our lives until we come to a different practice is assuming that that assessment from ego, un- unstated but known, is true. And then in practicing, in, in practicing awareness and paying attention, you're there and it drops in. Well, what if that's not true? And there you are. Now, now you are in oneness. Right? Now you realize, well, there's no separation. How could there be? First of all, the mountains only, and trees only exist because of you. You're the one having the experience. Mm-hmm. You are creating them as much as they are creating you. Hmm. Sometimes I see that. That's why we practice, Vanessa. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> sometimes we don't. <laughs> yes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes it, but, that feels but, much farther away, yeah. But le- it will feel, I can promise you, less far away after this experience that you've had. Mm-hmm. Because now you know that that unstated assumption is inaccurate. You know you're not. You know consciously from your own felt experience that you are not separate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's where I want to turn my attention because there is, it actually is kind of a voice that says you're not that. Like I'm, uh-huh. you aren't that and you don't get that and you need to get on with whatever you're doing. Um, so, oh my God! So, yeah. so I think yeah to 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 spend more time, yeah, really, like really, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a step further with this, Vanessa, because I would say that that what you have now realized is that 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 information that comes to you is the opposite of what is true. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the overarching clarity yeah. that's now available to you. Mm-hmm. And so now you can stop and say, now wait a minute, that's not true. So what is true? Exactly. And then in that way that we just talked about, you realize, well, those mountains and trees, it, as far as I know, in my own experience, did not exist until I turned attention to them. Now, the voice in my head would say, of course they did, they must have. Okay, but it's not my experience. So they came into existence the moment I turned attention to them. And I came into existence the moment we could say they turned attention to me. Mm-hmm. So life is mirroring life, and that is what is so. And there is no experience of separation in that. Mm. The separation is in a conversation. Right. It's not, it's not in our experience. That's why 
you know, we talk about, um, and it's true, we could talk all day, couldn't we? Um, it, it, if uh, uh, that expression that we have about we, we uh, trust our beliefs over our experience, mm-hmm. that's a perfect mm-hmm. example of it. Our right. experience is of oneness. The belief is in separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Go happy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have fun practicing with that. Thank you. Yes, me too. Because I'm sitting right here right now looking at mountains and trees, which is how I recognize what we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Vanessa. I just love that, Cherry, the, that oneness came first, that the practice assists us to then go against the negation and look for what That's is right. true. And when we That's look right. for what is true, we always find it. And I'm so excited because I just wrote about that in I, I was just writing about that entire experience of a non-separate reality in, in the musings this morning. So it, that synchronicity well, of that experience is just so exciting. It, it, I had the exact same experience because, of course, this morning I, wrote, uh, I, I read the new musings article that you just wrote. And it would, it would seem, if we didn't understand how life actually works, that one follows mm-hmm. the other. That first mm-hmm. there was the this, and then there was this, and then there was this, and then there was this. But to realize that, no, it's all, it's all happening together in that one moment. It's, uh, it, it's as we say often, it's what makes us religious. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi there, this is Lori calling from North Carolina. Hey, Lori. Hi. Wow. <laughs> There's so many, so many things that I'm looking at, but, but one of them is um, having, had the, um, having been seduced, it felt like, by conditioning around content, around something wrong that was going on for quite a while, and, and then noticing the, the freedom from that. It's just so um, breathtaking. And and then mm-hmm. enlivening to come back, to come back home and to come back into what is actually real, what is actually love. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess you know, just having had that experience and the, the the deep appreciation and gratitude that comes out of oh, I'm not there. I can see what that's like the the deep and profound horrible suffering that that can occur there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, that, and, it's, and that, the, it's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, just that it is that feeling of coming home, right, Laurie? It's not a feeling of, and and that's such an important place because it really emphasizes how being here is our natural place. And so when we leave, it's not when we that we come back to find, oh, this is a new place that I really want to be in. It's, there is, it's the same thing that Sherry says, that the oneness, she just said that the oneness is our first experience. It has to be negated, and we have to be taken away from it. And it's interesting to note that when we're taken away from it, it's also a gift because it makes us appreciate home more, 
it, uh, it allows us to see, to be more understanding, in fact, or compassionate for ourselves mm-hmm. and everyone else because that process happens. And then when we return mm-hmm. to love, it's a recognition of what we are. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I, the, 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 um, what, what connects that to also to the trees and the ground, because the home is also, as I look out my windows and see the trees and the hills, and, and a home being that. And, and this, is a, this is something that I was just aware of because I've been home and I work from home these days, and, and I, there's a room in my house that is um, really, the, the surface of it is really hard because it's literally, it's, it used to be a garage, I think, and, and it's sitting on the ground. And I, <clears throat> I've had so many, com- there's been so many complaints about it. I don't think I've had complaints, but the complaint of, oh, this is so hard, the ground is so hard, and the other rooms in the house are, you know, they have basement underneath them, and there's hardwood. But then I'm, I'm realizing I am on the ground here. I'm literally, because one of my practices is to sit on the ground every day. And there are days when, I don't know, it's just it's cold out or it's wet out and I don't want to sit on the ground. And I can sit here in this room and I am, you know, a couple inches off the ground, maybe, I don't know, maybe three inches off the ground. But literally, I'm, it's so fun. And, and it's another <laughs> coming home into my home and appreciating, I've got the ground right here. And, and I can mm. feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, yes. I'm just so, so happy about that because when I want to get grounded, I come into this room and I sit on the floor and I feel the hardness of the tile and, and then I go, oh, my God, I'm just right here on the ground. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is one of those um, difficult things for the, the, the conditioned mind to grasp that hardness is not a problem. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Right? Whether no, it's the no. hard ground, the earth, and my experience of that, or a situation in which I'm completely identified and suffering, neither of those are problems because they all contain the seed of a gift, which is the recognition that what, what, is, what is home, that experience that you're having, that relatedness that you're having, is possible uh, unconditionally. Wow, I just I just love that to to bring it all back to practice and all back to direct experience and the metaphor of what is hard or what is it or what is it when 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 it's received just because this is what's here it doesn't mean that it's yeah. like hard and it can't be done it's like oh let me find let me kind of cushion myself around this identification that says, I know that this is identification. I, I know that it is and, and that I have tools and I have practice and I have recording and listening. And, oh, oh thank God. And it's I can, just something for me to see through. Yep, yep. And, and, to find, and to find the real heart of it and to find the real truth of it, like, you know, like sitting on this surface that is so supportive. So, yes, and you know, I, I know we're at time, like, right, Laurie, but that process is what we keep emphasizing is important. You have to go through what's hard and a problem to realize that hard is not a problem, yeah. which is the gift <laughs> in what's hard, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a discovery, and then it's yours. And now you'll never sit on that floor again. Maybe you will, <laughs> if you, but, but it, as Sherry said, the, the experience will forever be different. It, and it is. It is absolutely yeah. ever different. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for tying that all together. It's beautiful. Thank I, you. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Laurie. Thank you. Do you love practice? I just love it. <laughs> I love it. And you know, the, I, I, I do know we're at time, but that last thing that you two were talking about as a whole is, the, I think, what makes the difference for all of us is realizing I, I have been seduced. I love that word that Laura used. I have been seduced by ego into believing something that isn't true. Now, I get to stay with that and I get to see one more of those 10,000 things, <laughs> that it, th- those it things work. that aren't true, that doesn't work. And, and in seeing that, I can't be seduced into that, um, into that suffering anymore. I'm free of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing, just step by step by step by step. Just everything that can cause me to suffer, I'm getting to see it. I see through it. I don't suffer over it. Yeah. It's very kind. It's very. It's gentle. It's compassionate. Um, and this is a group of people who, um, you know, what what we're learning is to is really to enjoy the process, to have fun with it, to be grateful mm-hmm. through every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, good. All right. Thank Here you. Here we go. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs>